Welcome to Awake and Bake, an educational, high vibrational, mystical, spiritual pot, I'm sorry, podcast brought to you by two girls, one joint, and a journey to awaken what's inside all of us. In the words of the wise Wiz Khalifa, let's roll something and get the day started. Okay, <clears throat> all welcome. Right. Happy Thursday. Yeah, let's get into it. Let's do it. First of all, uh, thank you for 500 listeners. Oh my god, you guys. Um... This is not a small achievement like this. No. Holy crap. Um, <laughs> I'm almost like just not even ready because I wasn't expecting it this quick. So I don't even know how to like. Same. Same. Be excited. <clears throat> I'm like, wow, that's huge. Yeah. And, <laughs> but also I'm like, it's such a good um, real life affirmation yes. that like we're on the right path and doing the right thing. And genuinely, I don't think it would have been possible if we didn't have you guys like sharing it and like really interacting and engaging with it so thank you so much and please don't stop because like we love it and we're gonna keep interacting and asking us questions right i love that this is really i don't know it really has it's like a community community. yeah that's really what we wanted so it's just we're so so grateful so thank you so much thank you and we wanted to have a quick little disclaimer about today's episode so we are going to be discussing um kind of our all things religion but our experience in particular with religion and um we just wanted to say that when it comes to our podcast when it comes to spirituality when it comes to this community that we are creating all are welcome we don't care at all what you believe or what you practice we just want you to find what works for you and as long as it resonates with you and it does not harm others then we are very happy for you and right we're not bashing any religion or any practices we're simply just trying to share our stories and how we found our spiritual practices that bring us peace and guidance. And so it's just, yeah, like our experience. Exactly. Um, and yeah, as long as we're all on the same page with that, let's um, kind of jump into it because yeah. this is going to be a long one. <laughs> yeah, because we have a lot to kind of unpack and like, yeah. Yes, we do. So, right, my kind of background, um, I was raised Catholic. Um, my mother, her family was like Protestant, which, I'm going to be honest, I really don't even, like, know what that... They were wasps. Okay, I don't know what that means. So, like, what is it? White Anglo-Saxon Protestant. So, like, it's, like, white New Englanders are, like, wasps. Okay. They're, like, not the non-Catholics. Got it. Okay, I've never heard that, but I'm I'm about it. I I think, guys, correct me if I'm wrong, but maybe it's a New York... I don't know. Wasps is what they were called. Like, yeah. (laughs) So, like, they're just, like... They're, like... They believe in God, but it's not um, Catholic, and they, so they, they don't believe in the Pope, and it was, like, the a very lazy religion. Like, it was basically just, like, they would just oh. say, like, yeah, I believe in God, but, like, they weren't, they didn't go to church or anything. They were not. What a vibe. It was, yeah, it was basically just, like, claiming it with no effort. Okay. Um, yeah. So, like, we didn't really, so my mom, like, when she married my dad, um, she became Catholic, and his family was, like, very Catholic. Uh, my dad went to Catholic school, so, like, that's where the, it came from, was that side. Um... And, yeah, I went to church probably from, I mean, since I was born, I was baptized, and then I think I, my, the last time I went to Catholic church was probably, like, regularly when I was 15, 16, and then I've gone to, like, a few scattered, like, Christmas Eve masses since then, but, like, I really have <clears throat> That have feels relatable. Disconnected <laughs> for that long. Um, and then, like, purposely disconnected for the past, I'd say, like, four years. Like, you know, like, before, up until then, I would, like, 
say maybe. But anyway, so yeah, so I was, um, you know, spent most of my life in the Catholic church. Um, I went to church school, so I went, didn't go to, I didn't go to a Catholic school. So on Sundays we had like church and then we had church school. And then we also had like the hour of donuts, which was at the very end. So it was like, oh my God, That's I had to get through so much. Oh, it was a whole day. Thing. Oh yeah, we had like, and it was in the basement of the church. It was a whole thing, but like you have to get through school and then sit through freaking mass and then, yeah. Freaking mass. It was, uh, it was the worst. Um, it wasn't the worst, <laughs> but um, I had a pretty like okay church, you know, my, I wasn't um, in my school district, so I didn't know anyone there really, but it was the church that my dad had gone to school at, so like okay. his family knew it very well, I just didn't know any, like any of the kids at least. So, yeah, like, you kind of inherited In church it. school, right, but in church school I didn't have any friends, so that sucked, um, and I, right, especially like with kids and at that age I felt very just out of place, and I think that, like I just felt, it was a place where I felt very like tall and big and like just... Like, I think that really stemmed, I, like, part of, like... If I can interrupt, I yeah. I remember every time that I was in church, uh, I was extremely self-conscious because... Yeah. There, and, and, and that's not for any particular religious reason, I'm sure, um, but I don't know. I just remember always having to stand in church next to everybody, and I, that's when I would look at everyone's outfits, look at yes. everyone's bodies, and yes. I was like, oh my god, I look strange. Right, you'd, be spend, you'd spend the entire time, like, just, like... Because I'm sorry, but I, like, I would try to listen to the stories, but, I mean, I'll get into this more, but, like, I just couldn't, like, sometimes you just can't hear a child. Sometimes like, the priest is a bad storyteller, let's be real. Yes. Um, and, so, yeah, like, basically, I think a piece of what um, made my experience in the Catholic Church not the most positive um, was that my church wasn't a place where I ever felt safe or really, like, accepted. Mm -hmm. um, it just wasn't a home. So I think um, the reason, right... Catholicism or any sort of religion, like, you know, something like that, or any any of it works, is because you have to feel it, and so I just never really felt it, even though I would try. I was in the choir for a while. Um, I would, like, try to pray. I would try to, like, in church be like, okay, I'm going to close my eyes, and, like, if someone coughs in the next five seconds, then you're real. You know, like, trying to, like, figure out <laughs> yeah. what the heck, and, but, like, I also had a lot of questions, because it doesn't make sense. Like, um, <laughs> I used to get so angry that priests can't get married. Um, doesn't make sense to me. Uh, why can't they just be, like, loved? Like, I, it blew my mind. And then, like, the whole, they're married to God? Well, that's weird. That's <laughs> fucking weird. Like, what do you mean they're married to God? They're people. Sorry, my dog's scratching himself, and I'm sure you can hear that. Um, hey, Finn, you good? Good itch, buddy. Nice. nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, or, like, I don't know. All of it didn't make sense. You know, I, I remember at church, right, like you said, while it was a community in the sense that, like, yes, we all went to this church, a lot of times, like, we weren't nice to each other. We yeah. were, it was very fake nice. Um, and it was, like, even, like, you know, from... Sorry, Mom, I'm not trying to throw you to the bus, but, you know, she'd be like, make sure you're nice to these people because, like, whatever, like, you know, like, don't be, like, and then, like, after, be like, oh, I can't stand that, you know, because that's just what you did, or, like, it was all just so... Oh, for sure. Church had a certain level of pettiness to yes. it. Yes! It's like every, I know every social type of group has its own cliques and stuff, so church is just no exception. Right, and it was almost, and, like, because it's, like, God, it's like, oh, my God, well, like, the best or, like, the whole It's a very superior, superiority complex, right. like, type and of situation. Exactly. Exactly. And so I always felt like my family was, like, not, like, the best because, like, like you know, we didn't wear, like, these crazy, fa you know, I was, and hey, I was not paying attention in, in church. I'm sorry. Like, I was that kid that was, like, yeah, like, totally zoned out. 
Yeah. I, I didn't it. know when to sit, stand. So it's so hard. It's so much up and down and up and down and up and down. Um, but yeah, and so like, right, all that like, was my Catholic upbringing, which was like, right, like church school, I didn't connect with praying. In the way that praying was explained to me, I did not get. Um, I think that's important too. If you don't have a good teacher, yes. then it's just kind of like fucked for you. Right. So like while praying works for some people, for me, I just could never, um, like the conversation, having a, a conversation like that, the way it was explained always was like endless. Cause it was just one side. It was just like, why is it like, and I never got any clarity from it. Um, whereas I'll get into more, but like meditating while is a similar idea. And I think some people refer to their meditation as prayer because I do think it's the same idea when taught correctly. That's what you're wanting mm -hmm. to obtain as the same goal. Um, like with my meditation, I can get what I want from that. Um, but yeah, so I've spent most of that time. Um, I got, conf I, um, got confirmed. I went through all of it and there were a lot of, th there were some things. I can't say a lot, but there were some things that I did like And my favorite part of the church. That's what I was going to ask. What was your favorite part? Um, my church at least, because again, I think some, I can't be blinded to the fact that some churches, um, I'm sorry. And I mean, there's a cross really like some, uh, places of worship. I'll just say, uh, suck when it comes to community service. And a lot of it's a lie and it's really, mm -hmm. um, evil um but my church was really good about um the community service we did um because a lot of it was hands-on and so I got to do a lot and I really always loved there's a lot of opportunity to do things like that and really connect with our community and I, I'm from Syracuse New York but I lived in a um small town outside of there so a lot of the community work that we did was actually downtown so that was really cool to see because it, a lot of people even though we were only 15 miles from a city I mean Syracuse is barely a city um a lot of people never like saw um, that life, you know, and especially people yeah. with hardships living in that life and diversity like that. Um, so it, I was able to see things like that and really connect and like feel um, the homeless population was something we did a lot of work with. So like I really had like a love for them because of my church community service that really um, developed that for me and like a kindness that I think I carried with me and a sympathy for them, um, for people who live in that life. Um, so there were beautiful lessons that I learned, and I think in their base, a lot of the lessons of the church are good. Um, I just think it's outdated and misogynistic and kind of also wrong. <laughs> but, um, so yeah, I went through, like, most of the typical things. I got, I had uh, confession um, that I didn't get. Woo! Confession we will get into, honey. Yeah. Go on. Yeah, confession I did not um, understand. I f it was... That was, like, what taught me what guilt was, and, man, that still stuck. Like, that still sticks. I still don't, um, I cannot, like, disassociate from, uh, <laughs> sometimes, like, doing a bad thing, and, like, I have to apologize or something, like, and I'm sorry, but, like, what works for me? And it's funny, because it is a similar idea, but to me, I don't believe that I need to confess to another person. Um, I, what's between me and the universe is between me and the universe, and if I recognize that I'm wrong, I have enough self-awareness and self-control to like that lessons learned. I don't need another, per like, um, and I think I like to share my lessons once I learned them and stuff like that. But as far as, um, yeah, I, I, the idea of going to someone and being like, this is what I did. That's bad. Really um, was not good for my mental health. That mm -hmm. scarred me a it's lot. It's scary. It's scary. I think it was traumatizing. Um, and it also made me like overthink what was good and what was bad. Um, and all, and like, then I would go, once I learned about like what a sin was, like, 
everything is is this a sin like am i going yeah. to hell now like it was such a crazy way to be taught that like right from wrong i agree um because it was right from wrong that was black and white there was just no room for mistakes so i just didn't understand it would make everything hard to get mm-hmm. um and then i was actually confirmed in the catholic church so i went like all the way through i am she has received every sacrament i have for the one where you die right Exa- yeah and Which is that one annoying about the sick. Is, or, that, is that a sacrament? Yeah, the seven sacraments. And then the other one is, um, like, when you become a priest. But I wouldn't do that. Well, she's... She, and I mean, technically, she, my wedding wasn't because it wasn't in a church. Okay, well, Kelsey's yes. done a good amount. Yes, but I've become an adult. <laughs> I am, like, a, in, in the eyes of the Catholic Church, a Catholic. I am not a Catholic. Because even go, through going through all of that, I still, at the end, was like, wow, I don't feel... Um, helped, I feel guilted and shamed. Like, I felt like every time I would go to church, I'd be like, wow, okay, well, I thought about, like, it just never, it made everything seem like a negative, like, sex, every single thing that I thought was like, oh, maybe, like, I should learn more, like, try something, like, it would be like, wait, nope, that's bad, like, there's something about it that's bad, and then you're bad, and then you're going to hell, and everyone will hate you, everyone will find out, and then the whole church, like, it's just Mm -hmm. such a crazy, um, control. And then um, the other big part, you you mentioned the anointment of the sick, Um, the other like big piece of Catholicism that I think of is funerals. Um, And uh, my, I've been to a lot of funerals and what I think of the most and what really um, was my final like repellent of Catholicism, it really shook me of my last, any last chains that I had to it was my grandmother's funeral last year. I just remember standing around um, her gravesite, and it was small because it was a COVID funeral. Um, Stella just sat on Finn's face. Um, it was a small because it was a COVID funeral, and um, I had chosen not to pray. I knew I wasn't going to say any of the words, like I wasn't going to um, mouth it or just like fake it. I just was like, I just feel like that would be lying, and I didn't want. It was my grandmother's funeral, and I knew that she would love and accept me for not doing that. So I kind of stepped back, and because of that, I was really listening to the words, and it was all surrounded around her. Um, being a child of God and finally being ready for his forgiveness and like being ready to be given his grace and have her clarity and her freedom and now she can be happy and free and all this stuff Um, and I just remember thinking like um fuck that my grandma was a saint like there was no worry about her getting into if there is a whatever she wants whatever she ends up like that woman is getting all of the good like there's just no and it just seemed crazy And she lived such a beautiful life it's like it's like also let's talk about like all the boss shit she did before instead of focusing on like now she can be forgiven like right now 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 we honor an amazing incredible life yes exactly like i was like what a weird and that's even like right death like the way catholics think about death like that didn't work with me i don't see death as a sad thing and i know some catholics will or some any religion will say you know but like i truly felt in my church like funerals and stuff that i gone to were sad affairs and like to me like death is a beautiful part of life but yeah no like i just i just remember like getting angry thinking wow this woman was wonderful why are we yeah tr- like acting like this like what she needed okay yeah like she was some terrible person that has to beg to get into whatever like no right so i was like yep yeah, nope that's it um and you know there was a period from between my confirmation and i don't know three four years ago where i was it was during my depression that i wasn't i didn't really have any church um or any desire for anything like that i was 
yeah, depressed. So I had no reason for a source of hope, which is what I think at the end of the day, what we're looking for in religion is something that gives us like a community and a sense of understanding. And I think a church community is a beautiful thing. Um, but I think it's when we have leaders and, you know, uh, mm -hmm. confessions and power that it's like, okay, now you've lost me on it. Yeah. <laughs> and once it becomes more than just about faith itself. You right. Know? Exactly. It becomes and so, about money, becomes about politics, becomes about power, it becomes right. about everything other than like what it should be. Right. And coming out of my depression, I really like saw what was important. And so after seeing and finding my color and my happiness again, I started seeing like what works and what doesn't work. And I briefly thought about maybe church and then I was like no when I started learning about meditating and true self self-care and journaling and um even therapy like even accepting that I had mental illnesses I hadn't done because of church I think that was a big like the catholic guilt around that of being a sick well that I'm a sick person or um so it just all even like and then I started to find that spirituality and finding my my sense of hope and my community can be in reading and walking and doing anything that yeah. brings me happiness. So it doesn't have to be anything that I put any sort this is spiritual for me doing the podcast and like even spending time with like petting my dog, like everything that I'm doing. It's all about your intention and um, your purpose. I completely agree. I like, as like we said in the beginning, as long as you're doing something that like is bettering you and is it gives you hope and yeah um something to believe in like that's awesome yeah um danielle your story well mine's like super similar to kelsey so i'll skip a lot of like the backstory because i um i ch like also uh had a lot of questions at a young age so i was baptized catholic and i went to catholic school and um, most of my relatives were catholic and also like my grandfather is the one who baptized me because he was a deacon in the catholic church um, that was your dad's dad, right? Yes. Okay. I didn't know him at all. He died, like, shortly after, and I oh, was baptized okay. when I was, like, a baby. Um, so, yeah. But <clears throat> at my time of childhood, when I was in church, so, like, at my Catholic school, we had religion class every day, and then you go to church once a week with your class, and then also you're supposed to go on the weekends. <clears throat> Sorry, I'm losing my voice because I smoke a lot <laughs> as we talk about church. Um, hey, we're not in it. <laughs> but so, anyways, as as a child, I, like, I'll admit it, I was kind of a teacher's pet. I really wanted to be liked by all the adults. I had some mommy and daddy issues, so I was constantly seeking, like, parental approval and, like, yeah, so um, this I took religion very, very seriously. And so when I was very young, I was like, oh, okay, this is clearly a huge deal because everybody keeps saying, like, God, your relationship with God is, like, your most important one. God has to come first above even your family. So I was like, damn, this is so important. Right. Um, and so that's, like, as as um somebody who's, you know, a little kid, wants to do well, wants approval is type A, and, and like, honestly, like, going through a lot and just wants, like, <laughs> someone to say good job. Um, it was, was really... perfect place. It was very... Yeah, and I was very excited about it. So then, when I felt really disconnected from it, um, it hurt so bad. It literally, like, it made me feel so much more alone than, like, I felt in my real life, like, through my family situation, through my friends, whatever. It was, like, the, it was so crazy because... I had friends who in school, like, I asked them one time, like, when you pray, does it even work? Do you even know, like, yeah. really how to pray? And one of my friends was like, oh, yeah, especially if I'm sad, sometimes I pray and then I just feel better. And I had tried and tried, and it didn't really make sense, but in my, um, to also in the defense of Catholicism, or not even, not to defend Catholicism, but I think 
when it was introduced to me I just probably had a really bad teacher who didn't right. explain it well so I was having a hard time really getting into it so I had a lot of questions from the beginning I had a hard time focusing on it um and I had some questions about some of the rules about what was and wasn't okay so at this point I'm in fifth grade I switched <laughs> to a uh, public school okay it was an art school at downtown I lived in Cincinnati and then I was going to an art school downtown and I was just going to take religion classes because I hadn't been confirmed yet but all my friends from Catholic school were going to get confirmed in a few years um and so I thought I was going to also because that's just like what you did right um and so then I started going to a public school and I met so many different types of people <laughs> And I loved all of these people, and these people were some of actually the kindest, nicest people. And when I say that, I mean it like um, a lot of times, like, okay, so our priest at my old Catholic school in grade school, um, the parents, the teachers would make fun of him and, like, talk shit about him, but then we're supposed to respect him, and, like, he's our direct connection to God, so that whole thing felt very, like, confusing, and I never, yeah. you know, I, as a kid, again, who wants to be, like, liked by parents and stuff, I didn't know whose side to be on. Right. Because I would, like, laugh at the teachers, but then I'd be like, holy fuck, I'm going to hell, but also, like, that's my teacher, but oh my god, I made fun of a priest. Right. And also, um, while we're talking about my crazy priest, um, when you mentioned confession, so I used to lie in confession because I tried so hard to, <laughs> oh my God. and that was my lie though, because they would be like, say what you did wrong that like is weighing heavy on your heart. I'm like, dude, I'm seven. I, I haven't really done anything that bad. And I honestly, the worst thing I had ever done was like fight with my um, little brothers. And usually it was Jimmy's fault. So I wasn't going to apologize for that. Um, deserve and, and Jimmy can attest that it was his fault. Um, and so, like, I would literally lie in confession because I wouldn't know what the fuck to say because I would be like, you know, I'm actually doing my best and I don't want to focus on what I did wrong because I want your fucking approval. Right. So, obviously, I'm cussing less as a first grader in my head. <laughs> <laughs> but, I, and so I would go in and I would be like, I told a lie because I was currently lying to the priest. So that... <laughs> that felt justified. You were like, you were I was like, proactive. Exactly. Profession. Because I didn't know what to say because I was like, I genuinely don't have anything that I think I did really wrong. Plus I'm always in a state of panic where I'm trying to be perfect. So like, yeah. please don't make me think about any slight mistake I've made. Um, so I would literally lie to the priest uh, and I would like say I was telling a lie. So yeah. And then he'd be like, say three, how Mary's you're good. And I was like, damn, that was easy. Um, that's so crazy. So, but confession went a little awry. I had left the school. Um, this was around 8th <laughs> grade. <laughs> and all of my friends from my Catholic school, I was still best friends with a lot of them, and oh, the tea, honey. That priest got fired um, for asking all the kids like if they touched themselves. Um, and specifically and asking all the little boys. Um, yeah. He apparently, he, like, asked a couple girls, but he, like, was more, it was supposed to be, you know, I think he couldn't, you can hide behind the little thing. You don't have to do face-to-face, -face, you can do the yeah. screen. I oh, always, I never. I always did the screen, because yeah. I was, like, I'm terrified right now. <laughs> and I don't think people understand, too, how strange it is for a child to be put in a room with a man who, like, they're supposed to trust, but they don't really know. He doesn't yeah. have a personal relationship with them, because at least in my experience in Catholicism, I can't speak for all forms of Christianity at all, but strictly at my church, uh, my Catholic church growing up, you don't really spend time hanging out 
with not even like just your priest but your church community like you really just go to church you're quiet you do the call and response and then you leave um oh so see, I, mine was very different we were very much a community oh so mine mine wasn't and mine was even like a school and we even had the priest come to our class one time and we got to ask him questions <laughs> and my best friend's dog had just died and she was like father uh do dogs go to heaven he like read we wrote down our questions he pulled it out read it and without even a second going by he said nope dogs have no souls next question <sighs> and wow that hurt her um but anyways I had left, <laughs> sorry for the tangent, but I felt like that was all important to share. Yeah. So then I had left the school and I was going to the arts school downtown. I was having the time of my life. I felt, um, there was, it, it was crazy how when there was like less of a pressure of me to learn like the Catholicism, I, I really stepped into my personality, I feel. Um, it was really nice, but I had friends for the first time who went against what my religion had taught me. So mm -hmm. I had been told that homosexuality was a sin and like a big sin. It wasn't the type of sin where it's like, oh, you can go to confession and be like, I kissed a girl and I liked it. Like <laughs> it would be like, you kissed a girl, you're going to hell. Um, and so, yeah, I had a couple friends who, not even just friends, because I... I mean, I, I went there in sixth grade, and obviously, like, sometimes you can kind of tell, but, like, the older I got and, like, these amazing, incredible people that I, like, loved so much and that inspired me to be better people, they were so real. Like, everyone there had their own unique personality, but they respected yeah. everyone else's culture. Like, it was just, it was awesome, and I got to meet um, people from not only different cultures, but, like, I was really exposed to the LGBTQIA plus community, mm. um, and it was really interesting because I felt like I had been lied to like I was like my heart broke thinking that some of my new friends who were such good people um would be going to hell and I remember I was taking religion classes they called them like PSR classes like public school religion um at the school that I went to before I switched to yeah. my art school so I, this was in like sixth grade and I took, you had to take those religion classes if you wanted to play soccer for them. And I still wanted to play soccer, so I was taking the classes. And at this point, I still thought maybe I would be confirmed because, again, it was just what you did. So I'm in the class, and sorry that I'm a sixth grader and I've never heard the word pornography and or, like, didn't discuss it much. Like, you would, I, mean, I guess that's shocking, um, but also, like, I th think that's good that we've preserved some innocence. I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah. I've heard the term porn at this point, but not pornography. So our teacher says, well, you all know pornography is a sin. It's only three kids in this class. <laughs> and she's like, right, everyone knows. And I just kind of shook my head because no one else said anything. But I was like, well, if we're being honest, no. <laughs> and um, she was like, you don't know what pornography is. And this kid in front of me turns around. He goes, porn, Danny, you know what porn is. And I was like, oh, porn. I had just really never heard the term pornography. Yeah. Um, and... I, I don't know if that makes me a dumb little sixth grader, but again, I'm a child. Right. And so then she did not like that, and she, like, thought that I was, like, lying, and I was really embarrassed because I'm, like, first of all, a dumb boy just had to turn around and be like, you know what porn is. Like, I'm so shattered in my soul that I don't know something sexual as a sixth grader. Right, right. And then, uh, not, like, a, more than, like, a week later at the next time I'm in that religion class, um... Oh, oh, we took it on Tuesdays and Thursdays. So then on, like, that following Thursday, I didn't realize my teacher was so upset with me, like, yeah. asking what pornography was. You brought it up, by the way, teach. <laughs> um, and so then she mentions if you die and you're not baptized Catholic, you, you'll be going to hell. And I, that was the first time I had heard that. 
And I was like, damn, that's crazy. How did I get to sixth grade at a Catholic, or I guess fifth grade at a Catholic school and I didn't hear about this? Like, right. you're the first one who's really harped on it. So I, I was like, is that true for like babies? Like, what if a baby is born and isn't baptized yet? Yeah. And then she was like, um, well, any soul that isn't baptized, like, won't go to heaven. Like, that's just that. That's why people should get their babies baptized right away. And I was like, okay, next question. <laughs> um, because I, and I was not trying to be defiant. I had so much going through my head because I had a bunch of new friends from going to school downtown yeah. who weren't Catholic white kids who I was, like, obsessed with. Like, they were just so, they opened my eyes to so much more. Yeah. Even personality-wise, like, yeah. it was just incredible. So, I, like, I love. They weren't this. all just trying to be the same carbon copy Catholic perfect kid. Like, yeah, <laughs> and I just, like, really, really felt, like, um, morally, like, con- not even confused, but, like, hurt. Because yeah. also, mind you, up to this point, I didn't feel a strong connection with religion either. So, I was getting a little bit... My questions were starting to, like, really, like, yeah. kind of be- make... I don't know. I guess maybe I did have some anger behind them. But also, I was in sixth grade, and I was trying to just, like, learn as much as I could. Like I said, I'm a teacher's pet, so at this point, I was just asking questions, and I was like, what if you're not from, you know, like, I, in Catholicism, sometimes they, they call it, like, missionary work, where they, like, send people to other countries um, where they're supposed to, like, try to teach people about Catholicism and, like, convert them or whatever. Right, to share the word of God. That's what they say, yes. And so I heard about that. Um, again, I'm in sixth grade. I haven't done it. So sorry that I'm not <laughs> perfect. But I was like, what about people in other countries who haven't been exposed to that? Especially if you're a child and something happens. Like, I even was like, we have wars, you know? Like, yeah. people get bombed and killed. And if a child dies, like, I can't imagine that they would go to hell. And my teacher was like, well, not everybody can go to heaven. Like, it's our choice. Like, we have free will. And I was just very confused because I was like, I get that. But what if you weren't told about it? What if you didn't know? And and what if your parents didn't teach it to you? Like, I just... And I wasn't trying to, like, challenge her in a negative way. My little brain was, like... My soul was crushing because I was like, holy fuck. Like, by right. this logic, I have some friends that right. would have been in hell. <laughs> like, um, And so then I remember she got really upset with me. Um, and we had a talk after class. And I, like... Had, I talked to my dad about it when I got home. And he was like, okay, first of all, that's bullshit. Like... And he he was like, also, what it says in the Bible is not word for word. None of it probably really happened. Like, it's all symbolism, kid. Like, it doesn't matter. And my dad has read the Bible twice, like, front to back. He's memorized a lot of it just because, like, my dad reads, like, everything. And he wants to, like, learn about everything. He doesn't practice Catholicism, but he I do think he identifies as Catholic. I'm, I'm like, certain. Yeah. Um, but I remember... He, when I got home, he was like, don't worry about that, first of all. Like, she's a teacher, so she's if she's pissed that you had questions, she probably shouldn't teach. <laughs> if she was super challenged by a sixth grader's questions. True. And then also, um, he was like, yeah, like, obviously noah and like the noah's ark thing wasn't real like he was like do you think that happened i was like well, i don't i don't know that's what they said holy right. crap like my dad was like no but the whole like point and he, he even said like the adam and eve thing like wasn't even real he was like that the whole point is just like we have sin and we have from the beginning of time like we're not perfect and i was like well then they should say that why am i being tested on made-up stories well, so for me i was just very confused and frustrated and that's one of those things that um that's because um the bible is actually, uh, like, handpicked and written by a bunch of white men, like, not even that long ago. 
Um, wow. And they wanted to, like, right, create it. So that's why, like, all, the, that's why women, that's why, like, right, at its core, religions aren't all terrible. However, in the past, they were a lot worse. Yeah. Um, and violent, like, but, um, like, right, like, the Bible, right, like, the creation of making Eve, like, to tell us that we have sin, to have a woman make a mistake was a very thought out and calculated choice. Yeah. Okay. Um, that makes like, sense. I've heard a lot of theories about that, too. I know. Oh, Yeah. I'm open to all of them. <laughs> yes. Sorry, continue. No, you're fine. So, then, no, but that's just basically, that was where I was, like, as a, a kid, I remember telling some of my friends, like, okay, I had a lot of, I was just having a lot of trouble in my childhood in general, so I just was always, like, dang, like, I don't do well by my parents, I, I don't even, like, I'm, I don't even feel accepted by God, like, I felt yeah. so alone, like, and I just wanted approval of adults and, like, um, and just, like, I don't know, like, parental figures, like, so bad. Yeah. So, to... To be told that God was, like, the father, and he didn't fuck with me, and I was already feeling like, uh, if you know me, you know me and my dad have had our issues, so I was just like, damn, so it is my fault, like, that's crazy, and yeah, spirituality really changed that for me, I, um, I had a lot of anger toward religion, all throughout high school, I would be like, I never said that I was atheist, um, but I was always like, I'm agnostic, I don't, like, like, religion's not real. Like, God's not real. I was super, super angry. And then when I finally found spirituality, it was just crazy because for the first time, I felt like a good person again. I felt instantly accepted and understood and connected and, like, there was hope for me. And, like, I also understood how people with religion feel when it resonates with them. Right. One of my good friends, Winter, she was my sweet mate at the time in college when I discovered spirituality. She, like, came into my room I was like crying having this like spiritual awakening and she was like Danny I'm so happy for you like she she we literally went to Olive Garden that night she was like we have to celebrate like you just found like your she was like for me this like that's what God does for me she was Christian she still is Christian but she was like um that's like what God does for me like I'm so happy that you found this like come on we have to go celebrate and she's very Christian and I was like damn I love this bitch right that's that's exactly how it should be and unfortunately that was not my childhood experience with it um but winter showed me that like some people do have that yeah and that and that religion is like it is a good thing for people and it does make them better because winter is one of the kindest people ever (laughs) and i think something that helps huge with that like you said but it was is having a great teacher and having a good church to start like exactly and i think it also goes to show too that like your label of your faith is the least important part yes. of it. Yes. Oh, like, right. I was listening to um, the Highest Self podcast by Sahara Rose. Yeah. And today she had Sadhguru on as her, um, like, who she was interviewing. Yeah. And he said, uh, it, this is not a perfect, like, direct quote, but um, he said, religion doesn't make us good people. And he was like, like, our religion doesn't matter at all. And he was like, people have done very bad things in the name of religion, like, thinking they were doing good, serving their purpose not even just in the name of religion but in the name of their country or in the name of whatever you know um so our label to our religion is the least important part that's not what makes us good it's our connection to god or source personally and how we treat others that makes us good like our I feel like the labels of religion also divide people because I'll be honest I think you and I both have a slight bias against catholicism yeah um but at the same time my catholic grandma Emily Glott would call this a cafeteria Catholic, um, where you pick and choose what you want to believe. <laughs> um, my grandma is, like, one of my heroes, like, one of my biggest inspirations. She goes to Catholic church, like, a couple times a week. Um, she's widowed. She lives by herself. She has for, like, 20 
something years. Mm -hmm. So like you can imagine. Um, and church is where she, she, the time she grew up, that was like where right. everybody did it really, truly wasn't much of an option. Either. Yeah. So that is what she has always known. That's what she's comfortable with. But she and I just talked and she was like, oh, do I believe everything they say? No. But like, that's where, that's where she goes to pray. Cause like to her, like, that's what she connects with as like church is where you talk to God. It's so that's her home. Yeah. I mean, and so that's why she goes so much though. And she prays for whatever she is so sweet. She'll tell me, Oh, I prayed for you and your husband at church or hmm. I paid, I prayed for you and your friends to yesterday at church. Oh, grandma. Like she does it so much for her. And she told me like straight up, like, she's like, no, I don't believe everything it says. Like, that's not what's important. Like right. what's important is that she's practicing and being a good person. And like, having her own connection to God. Exactly. That's and God, all that matters. God is synonymous with source, with the universe. Um, it's your source of hope. God is your, it's that, it's that overlying term of, it's not a him, her person. Mm -hmm. Do you ever, do you listen to Bo Burnham, right? I think everybody does. Yeah. yeah. You know the song from God's perspective? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that is like the perfect example. Like that song literally is how I feel about religion. Um, in the sense that yes, if it like works for you, awesome. But as far as what it matters, fucking nothing. Like, masturbate. Like, I, like, <gasps> I love the part where Oh, like, my God. Can we talk about masturbating? Well, right. I mean, the, because... Catholic, like, being Catholic, we weren't allowed. Let's get was... real for a sec. I discovered masturbating at a very, very young age on accident. Um, not my choice, <laughs> right? You're gonna tell me. And also, I was a kid. And so, like, none of it was my choice yeah. and then I still felt what an orgasm was and then I was curious I was like and I don't even think at the time I was like damn that felt good right. I remember specifically being like what the fuck just happened like what the hell um, weird and so like I had done it a couple more times like I had like because I was and I couldn't really figure it out guys I as I got older once I learned what masturbation was I was like holy fuck I remember doing that as a kid and not understanding what the fuck I was doing I was doing it all wrong of course it wasn't working um, <laughs> but like then I found out it was a sin, and I was like, holy fuck, I'm gonna die. They should have told me this before. Like, but also... Why wasn't this in the manual? Why Why didn't I know this when I was like... Okay, yeah, like, I don't want to get dark. But, like, yeah, it was just... Well, and that's the thing is, like, right, like, especially in Catholicism, sex is such a taboo. Like, you're not... You don't talk about it. You exactly. And there are bodies. And that's why when people are like, oh, well, that would be the exception, though. It's like, but they don't tell you that. They really don't talk about that. And if you even get too much into it, they try to shut down the topic of sex right away. Exactly. You just shouldn't do it. You should just resist. And, like, I don't know. I'm sorry, but, like, sex is a big part of life. And I think... I. I am very sorry, but the pleasure um, from an orgasm is not a tease of, like, what the devil can give you, okay? It's, like, the purest form of happy. Like, it's straight serotonin. Sex is an incredible, beautiful thing when done conse consensually and, like, healthily. Like, mm -hmm. there was absolutely nothing wrong with anything. And that was, right, That I hated that. I hated that it made sex and love a, a negative thing and... You know, right, like, um, or even it made so much excuse for things, um, right, not to go back to, but, like, right, that song, like, you know, rape, like, oh, it's not, like, in the Bible not to rape or whatever, but, like, yeah, you just shouldn't, like, it's, there's so many things that people do or don't do, and it's, like, they, they blame it on religion and stuff, and it's, like, damn, you don't have to, like, just be a good person, and just because you say you're religious, like you were saying, it doesn't make you good, like, holy exactly. fuck, practice what you preach. What I hated about, like, um, being a 
it's being able to say that I was a Catholic was that when I would say that, I would be like, well, Christians aren't, like, other Christians aren't as good, Jewish people aren't. Like, it really, it, it gave, it put me on this, like, I thought I was better. I really, truly, for a little bit, felt like... It separates people yes. more, too, I think, like, um... Because there are some Christian churches where they don't really get too deep into those rules. All of their teachings aren't about, this is bad, this is bad, this right. is bad. All, most of their teachings are about, this is so good, do good things. Here's some exactly. more good things you could do. Here's an example of good things being done. Like, I have been to a church like that um, as a guest before with yeah. one of my friends in the past. And that was awesome. Right. It was not a Catholic church, though. Is the, It was just like a, a Christian church, church I right. think. And there are, right, there's beautiful ones, and I think what really struck me most about the song and why I think of it as, like, my defining um, stance on religion is, like, um, at the end when he's, like, you know, uh, everyone spends all their time, like, praying, I hope I get into heaven, I hope I get into my heaven. Well, damn, why don't we just, like, make this heaven? Like, why aren't we just nice? Like, mm -hmm. why aren't we just good now? Like, why do we have to care about, why do we need money? And, like, it's like, damn, let's just fucking be good. Like, yeah. <laughs> What difference does it make? Because if we don't get into heaven, then, like, so we just wasted all this time, like... Exactly, and and I think that's the important thing, too, is to, like... Because I wanted to say this for myself, but Kelsey, like, exactly, like, this is what everybody, I think, needs to hear. Um, we're all still learning slash not even sure what is beyond right. what we have right now. And we can't be sure, and, um, like, I want to kind of reiterate... This was just mine and Kelsey's experience at our Catholic churches, and I don't, yeah. I don't think every Catholic is like this. Um, but I do really like. I think this is extremely common, and I know that we're still learning. And I'm really grateful that like we had. Yeah. Not only did like I'm grateful that we had that experience, but I'm also grateful that we even have the freedom and ability to be yes. able to have this conversation and choose our religion. Because I know there are so many people right who like don't have that choice, um, and who will like their life really does depend on like. Um, if they have the correct faith. And, like, I just think yes. that's also, like, the fact that we can even discuss this right now. Um, I'm just so... I'm so grateful for that. Yes, I'm very grateful. And, right, I d we don't um, take lightly our, our the, the how lucky and, like, privileged we are to yeah, be able honestly. to do this, like, for lack of a better word. Yeah, exactly, um, exactly. Um, and, like, obviously, you know, right, we just gave you guys two stories about um, two Catholics. Um, and I, I would love to hear other people's stories from different backgrounds um or other perspectives even right. if you are catholic exactly if you had a completely um, different and better experience let us know that with love right and um, we'd love to share like i really think this would be a uh, i would love to share positives of our practices and our religions and our beliefs without building like i think that'd be a fun conversation yes. to start so like all are accepting. welcome yeah and no matter what your story or your background is like we want to know about it and we just want to accept you and be like wow that's amazing like uh, yeah i just want to hear what works for you exactly and the way me and kelsey operate is just like all with our spirituality like it's kind of labelless, you know right completely right we don't have this we don't do the same thing i don't i wouldn't put any yeah i don't think i could put a label on what i do exactly other than like write things like yeah, other i than meditate things. i journal mm -hmm. exactly well this has been a while guys thank you for hanging in there with us if you're still listening thank you so much and seriously like on our page like you guys know our instagram i think we have it um linked as well let us know your experience and don't forget to subscribe to our channel or i don't know our podcast and leave likes and comments and reviews and please share yes please thank please, you guys please. so much stay high bye